Walt Disney World is known for its After Dark shows, but which one truly reigns as the best in Walt Disney World? In today's episode, I'm going to be going over each of the four After Dark shows in each park and explaining what each one includes, my personal rankings, and my friends' personal rankings as well. When it comes to this episode, I hope I'm able to make your decision easier on deciding which After Dark show to see while on your Disney vacation. All right, y'all, let's jump right into it. Welcome back to the Dabbling in Pixie Dust podcast. So I wanted to start off this podcast episode by taking a second to step back and look at why I decided to do this episode. And that's because I've seen a lot of Facebook posts and different things about, you know, parents and different people that have never been to the parks before. Um, and they're asking about the different shows because a lot of them start at eight or nine o'clock and for parents that have kids that have been in the parks all day long, that have missed nap time, that are hungry, um, even if they had like taken them back to the hotel and like had a nap or whatever, a lot of parents don't want to keep their kids out that late, especially if they've got another park day the next day. So a lot of people kind of wonder if the shows are actually worth it. Now, we'll get to my opinion on these later, but I will say that two of them are definitely worth seeing and two of them are kind of, you know, you can watch it on YouTube and you get kind of the same effect. But I really just um, am hoping that, you know, some people hear it and I help out a couple people on their vacations to make the most out of their visit, um, especially being that a lot of people don't get, you know, a lot of chances to come to Disney. So. The first one we're going to start off with is Epcot Forever. Um, and the description of this show was, Witness the wonder as the story of Epcot in its next incredible chapter come to life in this nighttime spectacular. Behold the single spark of imagination that started it all. Watch it grow, evolve, and transform into a nighttime extravaganza that stirs the senses and captures all you love about Epcot and all that's to come with dazzling fireworks and stunning laser effects set to the tunes that we that have become theme park favorites. So basically what this show is, is a fireworks show that is located in the lagoon in the middle of World Showcase. Um, and it is a limited time show, so I would look up the dates for that. I don't have them right in front of me, but I would look up the dates for that if that sounds like something that you would be interested in. Um... And it has music from the early days of Epcot. So if you were an early Epcotian, as the Guardians like to say, um, this might be kind of nostalgic for you. But if, you know, you've never been to Walt Disney World before, it may it may be a good show to see. Um, but, you know, it's not going to have that nostalgia that some people get from that. The second show that they have Oh, and if you guys couldn't tell, um, Epcot Forever is in Epcot. Um, I forgot to mention that. The second show that we have is Wonderful World of Animation, and that is located in Disney's Hollywood Studios. The description of this show is, Watch and wonder as the facade of the Chinese theater is magically transformed, displaying the stirring tribute to animation. Behold spectacular sequences celebrating themes like magic, family, adventure, romance, and relationship. Each theme is brought to life through unforgettable moments from beloved films like Sleeping Beauty, The Incredibles, Coco, and many more. I will say for 
this show it does have one short burst of fireworks it's literally like one thing and it terrifies me if i'm in the park and not realizing that it's going on i'm gonna walking down sunset boulevard because it low-key sounds like a gunshot when it goes off and it scares me um but it's kind of funny and they do have two showings of this um so if you miss one you can always go see the second show the third show that we have is also in Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it is the amazing, the brilliant Fantasmic. It is a fan favorite. Everybody absolutely loves this show. So the description for this one says, Fast asleep, Mickey Mouse dreams that he is a mighty sorcerer's apprentice with the power to control water, color, and magic. The Disney villains, including Maleficent in the form of a towering 40-foot-tall dragon, turns Mickey's dream into a nightmare. But don't underestimate the power of Mickey's imagination. The fantastic fantasy includes Disney characters from some of your favorite animated films. And this show is, um, it does have fireworks, but it also is really cool because it's a water show with projections. It does fire, fireworks, lasers like floats it's absolutely crazy it is such a good show number four we have the iconic happily ever after in magic kingdom the description for this um says go on a dazzling journey of color light and song that captures the heart humor and heroism of favorite disney stories watch in awe as cinderella castle is magically transformed through amazing state-of-the-art projection technology you have to see to believe. This astounding firework extravaganza uses lights, lasers, and special effects, plus a soaring score featuring contemporary versions of beloved Disney songs. It also includes Tinkerbell flying over the crowd at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that overall is a great show. So now that we've heard the descriptions of each one of the shows, I did want to go through and i'm going to tell you my rankings um as we go along some will be longer than others but yeah i wanted to give you guys my personal opinion um as a teenager just so you can kind of gauge whether or not your kids or even yourself would like it so coming in last place for me is epcot forever it's an okay show I do enjoy the fireworks, um, and it's also pretty cool that you can see it standing, like, anywhere in World Showcase, but to me, like I said before, I don't have the nostalgia for it because I hated Epcot as a kid. I, I'm telling you, I would hate Epcot now if it really wasn't for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind because that ride is literally amazing, but I'm just not a big Epcot person. So I don't get the nostalgia and I really like singing along to shows and being able to recognize stuff and it, it's just not my forte, but it may be for you if, you know, you have that Epcot nostalgia. Coming in at number three, we have the wonderful world of animation. I really do like this show, even though it scares me if I'm walking somewhere else in the park and I hear the fireworks go off for that show. Um... I think it's cute. 
and it's fun and it does feature like a lot of animated characters that you don't see in like other shows and not that don't get a lot of representation kind of like Coco and The Incredibles like it shows a lot of stuff like that it is really enjoyable for kids I will say that to be able to see like a projection of like your favorite characters from these movies that you watch um, projected up on the screen and it's they have nice and loud audio so you can hear it like even standing back farther down um, Sunset Boulevard Coming in at number two, and deciphering between number one and number two is really difficult for me because, in all honesty, I don't really think that you can compare Fantasmic to Happily Ever After because they're in two completely different categories for night shows. However, um, we'll get to the reason why I chose my number one over my number two in a second here. But coming in at number two is Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. Um... I absolutely love Fantasmic, like, with my whole heart. It is a great show. Um, I love that it includes a villain section. Now, this is where it might kind of scare your kids, because there is, like, it's loud, and there's a lot of, there's, like, a probably, like, 10-minute section that is just villains, and, like, Jafar, Maleficent, the Evil Queen, like, there is literally so much going on um that i mean it's loud it's big but i love the villain section um i just think they don't get enough credit like i i would still be the one to be like you know disney needs to make a villains island or a villains park um that you can go to that has all the villains because i mean we absolutely love the villains that's part of the reason why like you know, Descendants, the movie franchise, was such a good movie franchise was because everyone loved the aspect of the villains, like Maleficent, Hades, um, the Evil Queen, Jafar, Cruella de Vil. Like, everybody loves it. That's why they go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is because they love the villains, and I think Disney can make a lot of money off that. Anyways, <laughs> getting back to Fantasmic, um, I also like really love the show because the projections are awesome but I also really really love the floats and like you know they come through with the different princes and princesses and um the different sections of things and overall at the end when um the big steamboat comes out the like three-story steamboat and you see steamboat willie at the top like it literally makes me giggle and laugh and it just puts a smile on my face to be able to see Steamboat Willie because you know back in the day uh, when I was a kid every Disney um, Blu-ray disc that you would have would you know start with Steamboat Willie whistling um, I don't know if they still have that or not but you know being able to see him represented in a show is incredible and on top of that, all the characters that are on it, like, that you don't normally see, including my personal favorite, Stitch. I always look for him. I have so many pictures on my phone of just him from that show. But I absolutely love Stitch. Um, I also really enjoy this show because 
you get to sing along to a lot of the songs. Um, Moana comes out and does, you know, how far I'll go, but it's like the extended version with the different lyrics. And I really love that. It's very empowering. Um, being able to see the fighting scene for um, Mulan and, you know, I'll Make a Man Out of You is like one of my favorite songs for Mulan and to see that represented in that is so cool um watching Aladdin swing across singing and we cannot forget the Pocahontas representation that girl does not get enough respect it's like people forget about her but Pocahontas was like literally one of my favorite Disney princess movies growing up even though she wasn't like a princess princess I loved Pocahontas I loved the historical story that they brought us with Pocahontas and she just doesn't get enough respect but um they do just around the river bend and it is so pretty and let's not we can we cannot forget to talk about Elsa and singing I think she sings into the unknown now um but she does this whole costume change and it's so cute I love it all the little kids like I love Hearing all the little kids like gasp when um, her she changes outfits. It it is so cute. Which, if you guys have been counting, brings us to number one, which is happily ever after. Now, the funny thing about this show is that a couple of years ago, um, happily ever after was put on, and happily ever after is put on by Pandora. Um, and then Disney was like, all right, well, this show has kind of run its course for like, you know, a year, two years. So we're going to change it out with like some other show. And now I saw Happily Ever After and it's like original format. Um, and then I saw the version that they, you know, updated it with and it was absolutely horrible to the point where people were writing petitions and like getting mad at Disney and being like, y'all have to bring Happily Ever Back. We don't like this garbage show that you've brought in here. It's nowhere near as good. Bring it back. So what does Disney do? They're like, you know, these people are paying. So we're going to bring it back. So they brought Happily Ever Back um, with, of course, a few modifications. I mean, the main song for Happily Ever After, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It is so great. I absolutely love the song Happily Ever After with Jordan Fisher. Um, it's so good. I also really love Happily Ever After just because it's really nostalgic for me because any kid can remember um, watching like the Disney fireworks show at Magic Kingdom um, from like a little age. That's like one of the earliest memories that I have is seeing the fireworks show there. So... I absolutely, I have a lot of nostalgia. It makes me want to cry. Like, every time that I see Tinkerbell fly at the end of it, it brings me back to when I was a little kid and got to see it for the first time. And I get I get pretty emotional um, watching that. It's, it, it's just a very good core memory. And I love hearing all the kids gasp and, you know, they're hollering like, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell's flying. And I love that they added, like, in the song, um, there's a section where, you know, it says, 
you all have the courage to fly. And then it brings in Peter Pan's like, you can fly, you can fly. And that's when you see Tink come out. It is so cute. Um, and let's not forget to mention that the fireworks in this are like no other anywhere else. Um, they're synced up with the show. So like at one point, Merida shoots off a bow and it comes out or um, they have like the Incredibles in part of it and like a really big robot like shooting stuff and there's sparks flying everywhere and it is <laughs> literally so cool. Um, yeah, it the fireworks and the way that they have it is just insane. But overall, um, Happily Ever After is just really nostalgic. I legitimately have the pair of um, Mickey ears that they released this past year um, that have Mickey and Walt on them and they have the lights in them and they have the fireworks. I absolutely love it. Um, it's, it's definitely my favorite show. Um, so yes, the nostalgia is the reason why I chose Happily Ever After over Fantastic. Um, but I do love both of them equally, and I really feel like they cannot be compared. So, honestly, if you have time to see both of them, um, I would recommend seeing both of them. And But um, make sure when you're coming, if you're coming, like, in November, December, um, August. If you're coming between August, September, October, November, or December, you need to look for when your Magic Kingdom tickets are because Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party run through those dates. And a lot of the times they close, not a lot of the times, they do close Magic Kingdom at 6 o'clock when they have those shows. So you will not be able to see the um, fireworks that night. But a pro tip is if you do not have a Magic Kingdom reservation, and you still want to see the fireworks, I would recommend, um, if you're staying, like, in a resort, take the monorail or a bus over to the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian, as they, you can sit on the beach, and you can pump, and they pump in the music, um, from the show, on those beaches so you're literally like listening to the music while you're seeing the fireworks you're just not really seeing the projections on the castle um but you know if that's what you want to do it's great um don't miss out on ohana i know this is like a side note but don't miss out on ohana um at the polynesian it's great you can meet lilo and stitch there i still haven't done that yet but yeah um last but not least going in um, to my friends' rankings, I got my two of my best friends um, to rank the shows, and they actually ranked them the same as each other, but they didn't rank each one like the same as me. Now, all three of ours were the same: Happily Ever After in first place, and Fantasmic in second. However, they both flipped um, my third and fourth. Their third is Epcot Forever, and their fourth was Wonderful World of Animation. So, um, I would, like I said, I would, you know, kind of just take the advice that I've given in this. Maybe go watch, like, on YouTube or um, on TikTok, like, the videos, because a lot of people record the stuff. 
I go through and kind of like, especially for those two, just like watch the videos of like what is included in each and then figure out what's best for your family. All right, y'all. So that is all I have for the episode today. I hope I have helped you out with figuring out, you know, what shows you want to see um, while you're on your Disney vacation. I will say that um, in either starting next week or the week after, I am going to be starting a new series titled Overlooked, um, which is going to be talking about uh, different secrets and things that are overlooked in each one of the parks. So you're not going to want to miss that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, my name is Haley Williamson, and thank you for listening to the Dabbling in Pixie Dust podcast.